This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing four weekly podcasts, Dum Dums and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, and Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, as well as four event podcasts with miniseries releases at staggered intervals, Curse Code and Crown, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please... Join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise today. Welcome back, Initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live-play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. The mystery punchers have made their way into the Met, but things have already fallen apart. Richter faked an injury and was drugged into unconsciousness. Adrian thinks Richter is dead and is trying to hold the entire museum staff hostage with his shotgun. And Red has discovered an Egyptian threat already loose in the building. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. Richter, you are in the land of dreams. Drug-induced dreams, where anything is possible and every heist ends in hilarity and hijinks. Um, oh. But as is often the, the case with um, uh, sort of drugs that are, are of the nature uh, of laudanum or, or anything else that really kind of knocks you out and make, puts you out of it, um, and particularly for someone like Richter who actually does suffer um, from some uh, mental incapacities from the, the trauma experienced at the church, um, as your your brain is is freed up of its normal um, constraints, uh, 
you kind of um, find uh, memories beginning to to resurface, um, particularly based on the events of the last um, few days uh, and some of the investigations you've been doing. Um, distinctly, kind of out of the the, the laudanum fog, um, a small the hand fog. Uh, reaches out, um, holding um, a uh, an amulet, and uh, you find yourself um, uh, just inside your. Uh, I believe it was your shop, not your house. Um, when uh, yeah, it was the shop. Um, when uh, Sally left her friends uh, to come back and and show you this this amulet, yeah, it was my shop. Um, so uh, you see her holding this up, and she just says, um, uh, "Mr. Richter, I, I think we need to talk." Um, Richter is uh, reading a newspaper, um, but in sort of like that dreamy world thing, like there's nothing intelligible in the newspaper kind of thing. Yeah, as Batman uh, the Animated Series taught us, uh, yeah, the, the letters. It's just gray boxes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he'll put the newspaper down and fold it up and say, uh, ah, young, Sa- young Sally, or is she... Young Sally, yep, yeah. yep. This is um, uh, it, it, partially to, because I, I've been reading a lot of books for work that have dream sequences that drive me nuts. <laughs> uh, this is less a dream and more memory, just right, uh, okay. a memory kind of ensconced in, in dream logic, uh, if that okay. makes any sense. Uh, then I'll say... Uh, uh, yes, young Shelley, what is it? Um, and uh, she will will kind of sigh, um, give you the kind of that determined look. She says, um, "I I think I think my parents and I think a lot of the people in in this town and maybe even the pastor are are up to something. And normally, um, I w- I would tell Tracy, um, and I, I would tell um, Addie." Uh, I think this is beyond the mystery punchers. I think this is something really real, you know? You say it is uh, real. Um, What makes you say that? Um, She kind of looks down at the the amulet, um, says, uh, my my parents have have said that in in order uh, to summon it, um, that we'll all need uh, to believe very, very, very hard. Um, it, it's it's been asleep for a long, long time, and I thought they were speaking kind of metaphorical, like. Uh, but I think they might be speaking literally. Uh, they they said it's it's the 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 one uh, who was murdered, the the one who was betrayed, um, the the thousand-eyed cyclops. And then she leans in. And she's like, "They they've called it Croatoan." Does that set off any? Bells? Yeah, if you'll recall uh, earlier in this weird dream. So this dream chronologically takes place right after um, the events of our previous uh, mystery punchers flashback, where um, in investigating uh, the bathroom. Uh, what seemed at first to perhaps just be a, uh, a, a an adorable uh, misunderstanding uh, about uh, biology um, revealed uh, oh. the word uh, Croatoan carved into um, a bathroom stall. Um, and right. uh, Richter, uh, this was um, a found name it in the girls' that, washroom. Uh, right. You okay. you and um, uh, Ingrid had been 
uh, chasing. This was part of the reason you came over here, uh, in fact, uh, which you at that time would know uh, Richter, modern Richter would not. Um, to modern Richter, uh, the term Croton would um, now start to make more sense, I think, based on what you've discovered. But um, at the time, uh, yeah, would now make more sense. But would, I think, when we've seen you previously in this adventure, um, when your brain was still more fragmented, would feel more like just another mystery you vaguely remember from from your, your research. Okay. Um, so one thing that uh, occurs to current drugged up Richter is um, you're hearing words and, and reliving moments that you don't actively remember anymore, but that seem real and, and seem to make a bit more sense um, in as much awareness as, as you can muster. Uh, actually, that's a that's a good point. Maybe um, can you roll an int, please? Or you can roll a uh, a mythos. Up to you. Not looking good. Uh, I'll spend one luck to get a regular success for int. Okay, so Richter, you you manage to um, <coughs> you manage to become somewhat lucid in this dream enough so that you recognize that these are in fact memories that you you've previously not had access to that have been like suppressed, kind of. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked a bit about how um, after the incident at the church, your brain sort of fragmented a bit. Um, yeah. So things that. Um, you knew, but weren't able to really put your finger on or, or qualify or, or properly um, attend to previously. Um, but that now with everything you've learned, uh, particularly from Gotham crown um, start to make a, a, some, some degree of sense. Um, so with that in mind, even though this is technically a memory, um, I would encourage you to keep in mind that modern Richter is aware of what's happening and can like shift in, it slightly engaging with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, um, nodding, uh, you look down uh, at the amulet, which she places in the palm of your hand, and um, for a minute you almost get double vision as modern Richter, um, who obviously has a scar of this on, on his hand, uh, as you kind of both see your unblemished hand holding it and kind of become aware that this is the, the artifact that did it. Um, and, uh, yes, in the, the center of it, of course, is, uh, the symbol of the, uh, entombed eye. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, um, <laughs> Addy, you're holding up a museum. Um, and so- crying violently. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's adorable and tragic. Uh, I'm going to need you to please roll me a spot hidden. Uh, the name of the game, as I've learned from Red, uh, countless hours of failure in Red Dead, is keeping an eye on everyone to make sure no one trips an alarm or calls for help. So I'm going to have you roll various checks throughout uh, to see how you can kind of keep this crowd in control. Um, I imagine you've had to quietly reload the narwhal as fast as you can after shooting it into the the ceiling. Um, But there was enough chaos and and legitimate shock at at the demise of of Justin Ackers um, that uh, everyone was kind of panicked and, and shell-shocked for a moment buying, buying you the time you needed. So uh, go ahead and roll Spot Hidden, please. That is a success. Okay. Um, you see a, a secretary uh, trying to reach uh, for a phone. I, okay, so his brain, would know, he'd know his instructions, but she's not coming at him, so he doesn't have to shoot her. So instead, it's just like the gun up and aimed at her, and he's just like... Don't. 
Don't. <laughs> um, what's uh, what's going through Addy's head right now? He's been left alone. This wasn't part of the plan. Usually Red would do all the talking after this. What's uh, yeah. what's going on for the big guy? He needs like a closet or something he can just put everyone in and then lock shut. Because he needs to get Grandpa and then he needs to go find Red. And then we gotta put Grandpa in one of those motels where people have a nice long sleep. Not like the woods, but like the ones with the stones over the beds. Um, amazing. So I assume you're standing over Richter because you're, you've got to protect his, his sleeping body. Is that correct? Yeah, he pro- I think he's got like a perimeter. He'd move out because he needs to keep an eye on everybody, but nobody's getting between him and Grandpa. He will fuck them up. Understood. <laughs> um, okay, amazing. So um, the, the secretary uh, lets out like a, a shriek um, and uh, just kind of like gets back down. Um, and uh, one of the uh, terrified museum uh, curator types is just like, don't be a hero. Yeah, listen to him. Where's the closet I can put you all in? Um, they, they, they're kind of like looking around. Um, there's, there's a lot of staff here. There isn't a, a closet per se that would fit all of them. Um, Addy, from what you can see, though, there is the, the bathrooms uh, off the kitchen but you're not really sure what the insides of those look like because you never got to take your big poop. That's true. Oh, yeah, there aren't phones in bathrooms. So you and you and you. And he's just going to guess how many people, which for the, him is always three in his head because he can only count to three. Uh, but he will uh, just, like, send groups of people to, to go to the bathroom, and he's going to watch them. So he'll send one group to go, and they have to go into the one bathroom and other people so that, like, they can go to the rooms he's aware of. Uh, can you roll me an intimidation check, please? Yeah, yes, I can. <laughs> Mother fucker! <laughs> no! A hundred. <laughs> That's like two in a row for you. Well, I mean, uh, like hey, across this... three episodes. Oh my god! Shit! <laughs> um, That's uh, incredible. Tom, can I use luck on a hundred or am I stuck with it? Because it's a hundred. I think it's, it's a, it's a, that, that's, that's a and here's the thing. I would, I would normally suggest that like, okay, you fumbled, but you can try a different thing. Um, but in this case, I feel like this was a bit of a make or break. Yeah, me too. I agree. Um, Tactically, uh, I want to use the luck, but yeah, narratively, I can't allow it. No, I, <laughs> yeah, I think we're, we're all in agreement on that. Um, God damn it. God damn. Okay. Um, so as you, um, uh, as you kind of like uh, gesture for them uh, to start um, marching towards the bathroom, uh, you trip over Grandpa Richard. Um, and um, as you you just fucking bail face first, um, you you hear screams uh, and running uh, and the sound of uh, an alarm um, going off as people like rush the exit uh, like they're 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 straight up running away. Okay, then he's just gonna like scrabble up and pick up Grandpa Richard and throw him over his shoulder and then he's just gonna run into the museum yelling like, Red, I did a bad and Grandpa's asleep. All right, and with that, you you bolt uh, into the museum. Um, Red, uh, you're looking at a, uh, a night watchman who's been uh, knocked unconscious uh, and whose face has been wrapped in, in uh, filthy white bandages uh, with a, an onk on his chest. Um, he's, uh, you hear uh, the sounds of um, a shotgun blast in, in the, 
distance. Um, just to sync up, you, all of your like infiltration roughly synced up with Adrian. Like, you getting to this point is roughly yeah. when he blew away um, the doctor. Okay. Um, so, uh, he will be running to find you soon, but not yet. Um, so, um, you hear a couple of gunshots, uh, which of course indicates that there's, there's problems back there, but you've got problems of your own right now, my friend. I do. What do you do? I think I would be very, she'd be very conflicted in this moment because on the one hand, she wants to keep going because time is of the essence. On the other hand, the thing that's going to happen is she's going to get into a tight spot and then Addie's going to run in with Grandpa Richard and everything's going to go to utter hell. So um, is there an immediate threat in the room with this guard who's been knocked unconscious? Like, do do I see anything? Can you roll me a... um... Let's go with a spot hidden, please. Okay. Uh, that is a success. Okay. Um, looking around, uh, you don't see any immediate threat. Mm-hmm. Um, and more importantly, uh, I think... Th- sir, what, what level of success was that? Just a regular success. Regular? Okay. Yeah. Um, Looking around, uh, it's easy in these situations, particularly because, like, we as players are aware that we're playing a game, to assume that this is some, something to do with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but given that the guard was just kind of taken out on their own, um, you don't get the sense that anything is after you specifically. There is something here that did mm-hmm. this, but it might not be after you, if that makes sense. Okay. Then... Um... I think the best course of action is to find, stay in the, stay put and wait for Adrian to find me. Okay. Because otherwise things are going to get real chaotic. Okay. Um, So uh, you hang tight, um, hoping that Adrian will will track you as as he often does. Um, Can you please roll me a listen check? Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Tyler Hewitt, just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dice. You can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else. So do that now. Well, not right now, but, you know. Oh, that's a... I'm going to spend one point of luck and get that to a hard success. Hard success. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, You hear rapid footsteps uh, approaching from behind you. Um, They're very, very faint, but um, someone clearly moving quite quickly. Does it sound like Adrian? I feel like I would recognize his kind Um, of, like, footsteps. Maybe not. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think you would. Um, I kind of took this to be that you were like looking back the way Adrian came. Um, so this, or sorry, the way that you came that you assume Adrian mm-hmm. would, would follow. Um, this is coming from behind you. Oh, then I'm going to turn around and pull my guns and just hold them out to whatever's happening. Um, so you turn around and um, before you um, running uh, at a sprint uh, is a figure uh, wrapped in similarly filthy bandages um, that uh, seems to have have them kind of trailing 
uh, from their hands, uh, and over their face, uh, you see a, um, a, a carved wooden death mask. I shoot it. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll, uh... Red's not dealing with this occult nonsense. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're already dressed for the occasion. Exactly. Shoot the guy in the death mask. <laughs> I just want to make this accurate. Um, okay, so go ahead with firearms, please. Handgun. Okay. What is a uh, what does an Egyptian death mask uh, look like, uh, Tom? Uh, so in this particular case, um, normally you wouldn't bury a mummy wearing one of these, um, mm. but uh, because you have everything on the the outside. Yeah. Um, this looks like a uh, like a carved wooden uh, version of kind of what you'd see on the outside of a sarcophagus. So that kind okay. of classic, like there's there's gaps obviously for the eyes, but you know the classic like little beard, mm. um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of rough. It is a a roughly carved uh, facsimile. Got it. That's just a regular success. Regular success. Okay, one moment. Uh, all right, so I'm going to have to see a disadvantage for dodging, given that it's running directly at you, and you just turned around and opened up. Oh, shit, yeah, no, that is that is a train wreck. <laughs> Uh, 69. Nice. Um, so, uh, number. yeah. <laughs> um, so you, um, open up, uh, with, with both, both barrels. Um, you've seen enough fucking occult mythos bullshit, uh, in your time, mm -hmm. uh, that I think it's also just the frustration of like, it's nice to actually just have something corporeal to shoot at. It's not like a brain worm, uh, or, you know, your old friend's. Um, so you just open up with both barrels and uh, the mask um, gets like chipped away as uh, the bullets tear through it. Um, and uh, you see a, a spray of, of red viscera out the back of the head as uh, the, um, the mummy lurches forward um, and just kind of stumbles and falls and slides across the ground towards you. Um, leaking uh, brain and blood uh, from the, the massive wound uh, in the back of its head, um, which is uh, at which point you realize that uh, the mummy is wearing shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I kind of figured it wasn't actually an undead Egyptian mummy coming back from the dead to get me. I figured this was a person, but uh, frankly, she's just had it. Um with this nonsense, magical bullshit. So, um, yeah, uh, I think she'd roll it over to make sure that it's nobody she knows. Um, sure. So you, you roll the figure over, um, kick the mask away. Um, underneath, uh, you just see, uh, obviously with a couple bullet holes, but um, a woman you don't recognize. Um, but uh, she does definitely seem to have, uh, you know, uh, mobsters have a certain type. Um, so she definitely looks, uh, you know, not, not unlike, uh, you in a lot of ways, um, mm -hmm. just kind of like a, a lady who's lived a, a kind of tough life. Um, but yes, no one you, you directly recognize. Um, but, uh, you know, you recognize a con when you see it. Um, and it's at this point, um, that you hear an alarm bell start ringing throughout the, uh, the museum and, um, bolting around the corner, uh, comes Adrian, uh, with old man Richter limply flopping uh, over his shoulder. And when you look at Adrian, it looks like he's been pied in the face with a cherry pie. Like there's just gore all at the very front of him. 
Adrian, are you hurt? No, but they put Grandpa Richard to sleep. The the museum curator killed Grandpa Richard, and she's just going to, like, look over and kind of look at his face. Um, he, he kind of smiles, uh, his eyes kind of lull. Um, <laughs> Tyler, uh, what, uh, what nonsense does, uh, old man Richter, uh, mutter? Uh, it, I don't know if it's going to be like funny nonsense. I think you hear him just saying like, the one who was murdered, the one who was betrayed, the thousand-eyed cyclops, Krotoa. Wait, is he awake? Eddie, he's... Eddie, honey, you can stop crying. He's he's alive. Well, I know he's alive, but he woke. He's waking up. That's that's supposed to happen from the long sleep. Can this no, happen from the long sleep? We left no. so many people in the woods. He's he's not he's not in the long sleep, honey. He's just in the short sleep right now. What uh, ha- did he? What happened to him? Did somebody stick him with something, or did he? He, he fell down, and mm-hmm. he was hurt and then the doctor came and then i gave him the drugs the doctor said and then he was this so i said did you give him the long sleep and the doctor said yes so i shot the doctor in the face oh god (laughs) and i tried to do a stick up but i fell down and now we're here (laughs) okay honey you know what you, you said to follow you and then you left me alone. I'm sorry, Addy. I did the best I could with what I had and I apologize. You did good, okay? Why didn't we dress up like police officers? I had such a good plan. You know uh, what? You're right. At which point, uh, two mummies with Tommy guns uh, appear from the, uh, the far end of the room and uh, start lighting it up. Um, Red and Adrian, uh, you've got uh, two guys at the, the far end of the room, um, so back where the, the night watchman was, um, lighting up uh, this room full of dinosaur bones. What do you do? Uh, I, I get out of the line of fire first stop, um, and then ideally fire back at them. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll me a dodge check, please. All right. Um, Ryan, Excuse what does Adrian do? Adrian would immediately cover Red with his body, like that would be step one, and then he'd open up with the narwhal, yelling like, "Stop, please!" <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, what is sorry? What is zero zero on the dice stand for? Does that stand for zero? No, it doesn't. I it's the opposite of zero. That's a hundred. Yeah. So I got a hundred and two. Oh no, zero get? zero is like no tens. So then you would have gotten. That it's, then you just two. scored two. Then I got two. Yeah, great. So that's an extreme success. Um, all right. So you say this and, you know, Red, it, it, it always takes a lot um, to get you to apologize, uh, particularly to, to Adrian. But um, you really do feel like you kind of fucked this one up. Uh, so you're you're in you're about to give him like the heartfelt speech that like you you were never really sure if you could. But with everything that's happened uh, when, oh, shit, mummies with guns. Um, <laughs> so you. um uh, having eyed the armadillo earlier, uh, immediately you just like book it uh, towards that. You kind of power slide in behind it. Um, again, your your chest hurts so fucking much, um, but uh, you safely get to cover. Um, Adrian runs along beside you. Um, Adrian, I'm going to need you to please roll me a Constitution. Oh, dope. Yeah, I got, uh, I rolled a 10, which is as successful as one can be. Nice. 
extreme success. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, so um, Ryan, you're only going to take um, two points of damage um, as nice. uh, as bullets do like kind of wing you. But um, also, I mean, these <laughs> will come as no surprise that the people wearing fake mummy masks uh, do not have great line of sight um, <laughs> in the darkened museum. Um, so it is more of a, a prey and spray. Um, so you managed to, to duck in behind uh, the armadillo as well. Um, and uh, the two of you prepare to return fire. Um, old man Richter, uh, the, there seems to be heavy, heavy, um, almost like hail bouncing off uh, the, the roof of the, the shop. You can just hear these, these very loud bangs um, in, in your dream. Um, but... Um, all of that is is secondary to you as you you observe this uh, amulet. Um, can you please roll me an occult check? That's an extreme success. Fuck yeah! Um, so uh, it would seem uh, that um, your your instincts were were right. Uh, Ingrid thought that um, finding the, uh, the the sort of famed resting place uh, of of the Croton would be uh, impossible and would be particularly insane in some small um, fucking nowhere town um, in Maine. Uh, and yet, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. Uh, and yet, um, it would seem that uh, if not the place, at least some people here believe it to be. Um, Normally, this would be a great chance for you to find these people to sort of infiltrate their ranks and, and learn as much as you can. But from the sounds of things, uh, if, if you let that happen, if you, if you don't kind of figure out what to do soon, something truly bad is going to happen um, to Sally and likely to some of the other kids uh, here in the town. So, Richter, here's, here's a, a, a weird question for you as a modern player, but thinking about your character in the past... Given his only tenuous relationship with uh, the Mystery Punchers, would Richter, at this point, start formulating a plan to protect them or to infiltrate the cult? I think, because this is all so new to him, I think he just, like, gets down on one knee and puts both hands on Sally's shoulder and just, like, begs her not to go to the church. Uh, he just says, uh, uh, Sarah, listen to me. It is very important that you do not attend church with your parents. It, it, it is something very bad is going to happen there, Sally. You need, you need to hide. You need to run away. I, because it's a dream, I don't know if that has any real impact or if she's just like glassy-eyed, like you she, can't do um, that in a dream kind of she, thing. Or? She, she kind of like nods at you sadly and she says, oh, okay, Mr. Richter, I'll 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 try. Um, in the meantime, can you can you see what you can learn about this amulet? Maybe it, it can help somehow. Yes. Oh yes, Sally. Thank you. This is, this is more helpful than you could ever know. Well, th- th- thanks, Mister Richter. Um, it sure is going to be a shame when when you let me die, though, isn't it? Um, and her uh, eyes turn black and. Um, Suddenly, the uh, the sort of space around you begins to fall away. Um, Richter, you find yourself getting smaller and smaller um, as she seems to get larger and larger and almost more angular until um, she sort of looms over you. Um, and then uh, she puts both of her uh, hands uh, kind of wrap around your shoulders 
Um, and then you feel hands wrap around your waist and hands wrap around your legs. Um, and with a sort of an elongated neck, uh, she leans down very, very close um, and just says, you know what? Maybe you should run. This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, and all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Second X, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hey, Dad. I've got a question for you, and it makes me really frustrated. Mikey, the stars are wrong. We jumped two and a half times farther than we were supposed He's to. He's not a robot, right? He's an AI. They used you, yes, but they used me worse. I want to go home! How many minutes are in a while? Ask Your Father is available anywhere you get podcasts. Find out more at gideonmedia.com.